welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey guys, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, apologize for the smoke. Thought it'd be cool to sit on the other side of the fire, and now that I'm recording, it's non-stop smoke. Good idea in theory. Anyways, um, on today's episode, it is the day after Thanksgiving. It's Friday, the 28th of November, 2020. Um, I'm sitting out in Hoosier National Forest. The weather, as you can see, I'm wearing a t-shirt. The weather is perfect. About 48, 50 degrees. It's really nice out. I've got this amazing fire going that's keeping me nice and warm. I've got some beer to drink later. Uh, set up the tent, shot some videos. It's been a great trip so far. So on today's episode, I just wanted to talk through winter camping. Um, you know, I've heard people from both sides of the, the aisle that say, it's the worst thing ever. Why would you leave your nice warm house when, you know, you have a furnace and nice blankets and stuff at home? Why would you want to go sub submit yourself to being frozen and cold and sleeping in a tent outside when you don't have to? And then there are people that are like me that are like, oh, I love it. It's the best time of year to camp. I love going in the winter. I'd rather go in the winter than the summer, that kind of thing. So I'm going to kind of talk through both sides of that. And uh, if you are one of those people that is anti-winter camping, I hope that by the end of this, you'll you'll see some benefit and maybe even want to give it a try. Um, and if you are someone that likes winter camping, you know, I'd love to hear from you guys in the comments because there's probably some stuff I'm going to miss. There's probably some stuff that, um, you know, that you guys have thought about that maybe I haven't. So definitely post up down below and let me know. Uh, if you're new to the channel, again, my name's Fletch. This is All Things Overlanding. Basically talk a lot about overlanding stuff. I have an Xterra, so there's a lot of content about Xterras. Um, do-it-yourself modifications to your vehicle and your gear, and then also uh, gear reviews. So tons and tons of stuff. Um, also some trip reports here and there when I can get out on an actual trip. This weekend I'm just camping. Um, so if you haven't already, click that subscribe button down below. I'd love to have you as part of the family. Um, and then go over through the links below and go to Facebook and Instagram and follow me over there as well. Um, also, if you like podcasts, I'm on all the major podcast channels as all things overlanding. So before we dive too far into the episode, did just want to really briefly touch on my featured partners. Uh, Overland Addict basically sells everything to do with overlanding. Amazing, amazing guy, amazing shop, tons of cool things, great deals. Check him out in the description below. Uh, Last US Bags, another amazing company that makes overlanding bags. So everything from tool rolls to trasheroo style trash bags for the outside of your vehicle to like great things for carrying cooking gear or tools or just about anything. Um, so check them out down below in the description as well. And then more Expo. This thing is coming up in February 2021, so we're only a few months away. I'm getting super excited. Um, it takes place in, in Missouri, and it's going to be amazing. There's some great trails around there. They've done a ton of pre-work to kind of like give you some idea of good trails to hit while you're there. Um, and it's going to be a two-day event where they have tons of vendors where you can check out gear and stuff in person that you may be thinking about buying. Um, so definitely want to check that out. Get your tickets through the description uh, link in the description below. And then last but not least, Northology Adventures. Uh, awesome awesome free digital overlanding magazine so click through that link in the description below scroll to the middle of that page that you land on and sign up for the the digital magazine there it's totally free um, so without further ado let's dive into the winter pros and cons
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, so as I mentioned, on today's episode, we're gonna be talking about winter camping and kind of the pros and the cons, and I'm gonna try and sway you. I'm gonna try a little bit. If you're not a winter camper, I'm gonna try and, and show you the benefits of going in the winter, because I personally think it's the best time to camp, hands down, the best time. So I'm gonna break it up into a couple of different sections here, right? I'm gonna talk about pros and cons of all these things, but I'm gonna start with uh, traffic, right? Like how many people there are. Then I'm gonna move on to bugs and critters and things like that and then I'm going to end with um, just like comfort and you know like that thing that everybody is always talking about where they're like oh it's too cold no I don't want to sit out there and be miserable all that good stuff right um, so let's start first with traffic and or you know people how busy is is the forest um, this is a big pro for winter camping so again if you're into winter camping um, I've been down here even as recently as about a month ago so October probably I came down went camping but I mean, I went to four or five of my favorite spots and every single one was taken. This one that I'm in right now was taken last time I was here. It was the first one I hit, totally full of people. Um, so in the summer and especially even into the fall, it gets super, super busy, at least here in Hoosier National Forest. And I imagine it's the same at most of these national forest and dispersed camping areas. Um, however, as soon as the temperature drops below like 50 degrees, people just kind of are like, you know, they're, they're all like, this is good. I'm, I'm not going to go out there. It's too cold. So again, I was out here about a month ago, um, and it was packed. I mean, I almost had to go home without a spot because I couldn't find a place to camp. Um, today now, I came out here, the very first spot I, I checked out, totally empty. I drove past a number of spots, totally empty. I've seen like two people out here the whole time that I've been. Um, and I maybe heard like two or three cars drive by. It's middle of the afternoon here on a Friday, so there should be some traffic going through, but I maybe heard two, maybe three cars drive by. I hear one right now. Um, but so there's almost no one out here. It's super quiet. There's not, you know, gunfire going off all the time. There's not people yelling. There's no music. It's just dead quiet. You can bring a book. You can, you know, download some shows to your phone if you want to just get away and, and kind of relax. Watch some shows on your phone or an iPad or a laptop or something like that if you download them ahead of time. Read a book. Enjoy being out in nature. Um, again, it is the day after Thanksgiving. It's November 28th. And it's about 50 degrees here. I'm in a t-shirt. It's beautiful. Um, sitting by this fire, though, feels amazing, right? Like, it's just amazing to be sitting by a fire when it's just a little bit nippy, when it just gets a little bit cold. It's just the fire feels better than it ever has any other time. Like, in the summer, the fire is uncomfortable. A lot of the times, it's just miserable being around a fire. Um, so that is a big pro for sure. So there's not very many people out here. You're not going to have all the distractions and the noises and things like that when you, like you typically would in like summer and fall. Um, also, as opposed to spring, it's not rainy. It's pretty nice out. It's drier temperature or drier climate, um, less chance of rain. Um, so it, there's just a lot of advantages to winter from a traffic standpoint. So next, let's talk about bugs and critters and things like that. So a lot of the folks that I talk to, my wife included, that don't like to go in the winter and think I'm crazy for going in the winter, um, they also, at the same time, though, hate going in the summer and the fall because there are so many bugs. You're getting bit constantly. You have to spray on nasty-smelling 
bug spray and and just it's kind of miserable right the ticks are really bad in indiana they get really bad in the winter or the summer and the fall um and then critters too like there are coyotes howling every night there's this pond that i'm by a pond right now is full of frogs and all night long it's just non-stop noises um and a lot of those are, are peaceful. Like, I like those noises, but not everybody does, right? Not everybody wants to come out here and be like they're in the middle of a giant sound machine. Um, so in the winter, for sure, they're the biggest thing. I mean, my biggest thing, personally, is I hate bugs. Like, I'm fine with them. I go in the summer. I go in the fall. I love camping enough that I overcome it, but I just despise them. I just I hate getting bit up. I hate having to look for ticks every time that I leave the forest. It's just annoying, right? Um but so you come out here in the winter and it's just dead peaceful, dead quiet. You don't have any of that stuff anymore. You don't have any of the animals anymore. It's so nice. So that is another big pro for winter camping. All right, so that kind of covers the bugs and critters part of this thing, right? Um, so last, I wanted to talk about sort of just like comfort. How comfortable is it when you're out here? Why would you want to go in the winter? How can you make it fun instead of sort of miserable and freezing cold? Um, so, you know, that is a con for a lot of people. A lot of people see that as a big, huge con, that they're afraid they're going to be cold, they're afraid that they're going to wake up in the middle of the night and be freezing, and, you know, that it's just going to be miserable. And here's what I will tell you. So it starts with clothes, right? Like, dressing appropriately makes a huge difference. And this took me a long time to learn because I've just never been a big one to spend, like, a ton of money on clothes. I don't buy, like, North Face stuff. I don't, I don't want to spend a ton of money on, like, the really expensive but really nice gear, typically. Um, and you don't have to do that. I'm not, I'm not saying that you have to go spend a ton of money and buy super high level gear, right? Um, but if you dress appropriately, even with cheap stuff and you layer up, then you can be super comfortable even in like 10, 15 degree weather. Um, so what I do is I actually will, so under my shoes right now, I've got a pair of just like ankle high, like my normal socks. And then over that, I've got wool socks. My feet right now are toasty warm. Like I'm not cold at all. And most of the time at night, I can sleep like a baby and I have no problems with like getting cold. Cause if your feet get cold in the winter, you're kind of done. Once my feet get cold, I'm kind of miserable all night. I'm moving around and just like nothing is good anymore, right? It's no good. Um, but so I've got wool socks on over regular socks underneath of here. And then under these, my, you know, like camping pants, if you will, I've just got like a regular $6 pair of sweatpants from Walmart. That's all that it is. Just another pair of sweatpants underneath of my regular pants. But by double layering that, like my legs are perfectly fine too. Like I'm warm as can be. And then up top, of course, right now it's warm. It's like 50 degrees and I'm sitting next to a fire. So I feel great. Um, as it starts to cool off though, again, layers is layers are the key, right? So I've got a long sleeve shirt that can go on over my, my t-shirt. And then I've got a fleece long sleeve quarter zip um, that will go over top of that. Um, and then I usually bring like a down jacket. Like I have an old, old North Face that I got 10, 15 years ago for my mom for Christmas um, that's beat up and I use it to, when I do oil changes in the winter and stuff on the truck. Um, but it's really warm. So I have that old beat up jacket um, and I just bring that as a backup. Um, also when you're sleeping, similar to the clothes thing, if you bring the right gear, it makes all the difference. If you grab a sleeping bag that's a, you know, a 50 degree bag, and you go out in the winter and it's 10 degrees at night, you're gonna be cold. Like that is not gonna keep you warm. Um, so I have a Coleman zero degree bag. I'll put a link to it down below in the description. Um, and then I also have a wool blanket and those two combined and throw in some chemical hand warmers, I can sleep like a baby all night long. Um, recently I picked up a Mr. Buddy heater and I'm kind of excited about that to have like ambient 
heat around me instead of like all the heat being on the inside and, and if you were like your sleeping bag slips down a little bit then you're cold and you wake up and you have to shift a little bit um, so I have the mr. buddy heater that I'm gonna try out tonight in the tent to see how that does um, but again like if you just bring a couple chemical hand warmers and dress correctly and bring the right gear to sleep in you can sleep like a baby at night there's no reason that you have to have like a teardrop camper with a heater or anything like that those are nice but you don't have to have it to have fun in the winter um, and again, talking about the comfort stuff, as I mentioned earlier, the fire, right? I love a campfire. I love the smell of it. I like making it. I like collecting the wood. I just enjoy having a fire. Um, and in the winter is when you really recognize the benefits of that fire. Like in summer, again, it's uncomfortable. It's awful. Like I, a lot of the times you have a fire mainly just to cook or even just for light at night, but you don't want to be anywhere near it. Yeah. I mean, I'm three feet away from this thing right now, I'd be in the summer, I'd be 10 feet away from that fire because I'd be sweating, right? It's miserable. Um, but in the winter, you can adjust, again, you can adjust your layers so you can always get warmer, right? And that fire, one, when you're collecting the firewood and, and doing the work to put together the fire, that's heating up your body, core temperature, it's keeping you warm, it's keeping you occupied, it's, it's you know, burning up time. Um, and then once you get that fire going, again, it's just feels so good it's such an accomplishment and it just feels great it's the best fire you've ever had when it's really cold outside in the winter um, so again I, I personally just really enjoy that and maybe I'm a weirdo right call me a weirdo if you want but I really just love camping in the winter and the warmth of the fire and you know the quiet of nature um, so again if you are one of those people that has in the past been like Nope, never get me out there. You know, think about your gear. Make sure that you've got the right stuff because, yes, you can have a really bad experience. If you go out there and you're not prepared, it can be a miserable night. Um, another tip, worst case, and I've done this two or three times in the last four years probably, there have been some nights that got down to like negative 5, negative 10. And back then I was not really prepared for that. Um, again, that was before I even like started layering stuff up. And, uh, and you can sleep in your vehicle. Like I've done that again two or three times probably. I've just sat in the driver's seat and tilted the seat back and turned on the heater and run it all night. If it's, if it's the difference between like hating yourself or, or just being fine and, and wussing out a little bit, then there's nothing wrong with that. If it gets that cold that you just can't take it, you don't have to just keep staying there and be miserable all night. Um, you could even leave if you needed to. Like again, if it gets so bad, you could leave and you can go home. There's nothing stopping you from doing that. Um, I've never had to do that yet, again, because you can always get warm. In absolute worst case, you could get into the vehicle and turn it on and heat it up. Um, but so again, I hope that those sort of those points were helpful for you. I hope that that kind of shows you some of the pros of going camping in the winter. Um, and again, like if you have had some bad experiences in the summer or the fall where you go out and you drive around and you can't find a spot or you get a really crappy spot that's like right on the road or it's just not like beautiful and like I'm, I'm 200, 300 feet from the road right now. Um, through the national forest where I am and there's again there's just nobody no traffic no noises nothing it's beautiful um, so if you've had some bad experiences with that try late fall early winter at least just go out once when it's like 40s 50s 60s and I promise you there'll be less people out there you won't have the bugs and the critters and you'll just if you bring the right gear you'll be comfortable and you'll have a great time um, so again, thank you for listening. If you're listening on the podcast, thanks for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, um, if you don't already, definitely click that subscribe button down below. Check out the description for links to uh, Facebook and Instagram and the podcast or vice versa, YouTube if you're on the podcast. Um, there's also a link to the store where I sell patches and stickers. So if you like the content, you like the channel, I'd love to sell you a sticker or a patch, something that you can put on your rig uh, to kind of show your support and, and I would appreciate it. Um, 
So again, thank you for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll look forward to talking to you next week and post up in those comments below and I'd love to chat with you. So take care. Talk to you later.